Hello there. I am Aiden, and I will be playing uh, Gabriel Monroe, the Finblood he him. Hi, I am Aubrey, and I will be playing Alana, the also Thinblood, and we both use she, her. Hello, I'm Solomon, and I'll be playing Alexander Gladstone, the Thinblood, and both, both of us use he, him. Hi, I'm Termite, and I'll be playing Ivy Reed, the Thinblood, and both of us use she, her. And I am Legacy. I'll be playing the Thinblood, I mean the Storyteller, <laughs> um, and I use uh, she, they pronouns. London, the city of smoke, a no man's land for those in the world of the unknown. After the fall of London back in 2012, the final bits of flesh that cling onto the city become desperate to reclaim the lands that once held the hub for power. Some in the name of a lost king, some in the names of a revolution, and those with maybe other intentions. The only problem lies that even the most powerful had to play their hands like a game of chess, unnerving, watching all of the moves of the pawns before striking with their knights and bishops. But this isn't a story about the knights or the kings or the queens on the board. No, this is a story of the pawns. What is a Thinblood? Thinbloods are vampires that are so removed from Cain that they don't benefit from the abilities of a full-blooded, while also not feeling the negative effects. Duskborn, half-blood, signs of the end times. Those who would be some of the those would be some of the nicknames that one would associate with their kind. This is not a story about full-blooded kindred trying to grasp for power within the city. No, this is a story of four Duskborn trying to survive. Good evening, players. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Hello there. New Year's Eve of 2023. A celebration for those around. Another year survived, another year of her new hope and resolutions for those who feel hopeful enough to uh, bask in another round of promises for self-improvement cold and it's dark as the four of you have gotten so used to in the time of what you are you know you're not fully human you know you're not fully beast you're somewhere in the middle trying to celebrate just another year around the sun just like the people that are around you our first scene starts at the 100 club one of london's oldest and smallest music venues the smell of scotch and gin begin to linger around the air. It's loud. Alana. Yes. Your husband, the person that you love more than anybody in this world, his band is playing at this venue tonight. Something that you would have loved to celebrate with him had you had the chance. This is his big break after all. His band are playing something off of their new EP that is due to come out any day. How long 
has it been since you last saw him? Since you last held him and talked to him and kissed him goodnight? Um, well, the last time I got to do any of that was, I believe, six months ago. Six months. Six long and hard months. You were thrust in a world that you knew nothing about. You had heard of the stories of Dracula. You've seen some of the animes. You've read literature. But those didn't exist seven months ago. No, those were just silly little stories that people would share in order to make maybe a quick buck. But now it's something that you live every day. You stand in the back of the hall trying to remain out of sight because you don't want him to see you in your new condition. He's playing his face. His eyes light up on that stage. The entire band is getting rounds of applause as more drinks are being passed around. The beat. You can feel the beat of the music vibrate on the floor as it goes do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do and you can tell that they're getting ready to wrap up their set. How are you feeling? I thought that this would make me feel better. Um, That, you know, seeing him up there performing once again would make me happy, would make me happy for him. And I, I guess in a way that I am, but I miss him so much. I, more than anything, want to run backstage, jump into his arms, kiss him, and tell him what an amazing show that was. But I know I can't. And that, in the end, hurts more than maybe if I had just not come to this show. The set wraps up. They begin to break down their set. Drums are put away. Guitars back in cases. The glittery microphone that the lead singer has decided that he was going to wield around despite maybe your efforts to try to get him to stop. Or put away. A group of women approach the band. All of them are young and fresh-faced, some of them looking like they're in college age. They begin talking to people that you once considered some of your closest friends. Getting all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I want you to make me a wits and awareness check. Wits and awareness. That's three successes. Okay. Wonderful. 
our first roll of the year, and it is a major success for you. Because as you are taking in the sight of a new group of possibly groupies, fans of this band that you've supported, that you've helped build merch, that you've helped book venues for, one of the girls approaches him. And she tucks her hair behind her ears and you watch them for a moment, two moments. He's smiling and talking to her. And you see that he slips his wedding band into his pocket wraps his arm around the girl and the group of them begin to go back into a small room that you can only assume that they use to get ready. It's almost as if he's moved on. And that sudden rush of pain, those feelings that you had been afraid of for months, begin to come in and hit you like a brick. Yeah. Take a moment you take a moment to process until you get a text message. You get one message and then another and then another sigh sort of tear my eyes away from where they walked backstage and pull out my phone it's Jade your Steyer's retainer you know that your sire and his retainers have been out doing what you can only assume is recruitment, but you're not entirely sure. The text messages read, he will be expecting another package. The next message, you are required to do your due diligence then the third, do not forget what he has requested. I send back an, uh, an affirmative. Once the text message is sent back, she sends back a thumbs up emoji as confirmation. Mm. And I... We'll take my chance and probably fall in with a crowd that's moving out of the venue and leaving it all behind. All right. As you leave, the cold air begins to hit your face. It is still winter in London, 
And the snow doesn't know heartbreak. It doesn't know isolation. Freckles of snow begin to pepper your hair and you make your way down to the apartment complex that your sire owns. When you reach there, you notice that the package is actually made out to you. It says to Alana, love Damien. I'll uh, <clears throat> take it inside and once I've brushed all the snow off myself and the package, I will uh, open it and see what's inside. Inside is a small box. The box has some iconography carved on. One of the first things that you notice is a very small symbol of Plan Tremere. The box is a dark cherry red wood with all of the engravings and the iconography laced in gold trim. It's very fancy, but you know Damien's always had a bit of a flair for fancy. It's his calling card almost. see what's inside of it. You open up the box. The first thing that you see is a little note. Alana. You've been doing your work and doing it with diligence. To say that I'm proud would be the closest statement to truth that I can physically give you right now. Take this as a token of my appreciation. I will be calling on you soon. I have someone I would like you to meet. Regards, Damien. You look inside the box and the inside is a little pendant. It's an onyx black gem laced and trimmed with that beautiful gold weaving through the re- weaving around the, the onyx gem and a small chain to wrap it around your neck. On the inside, as you kind of study the onyx gen, you can see that inside is a small spider encased. Almost like this this onyx gem was ember and it was holding a fossil. It's very beautiful. Yeah. I will uh you know, take a take a moment after I've Finished looking it over and studying it to uh, fix it around my neck. 
it fits perfectly. Almost as if he measured out the chain to match your neck and chest placement. It's large enough for you to be able to kind of get a good look at it and note that it's there, but it's not loud or large enough to cover the beautiful tattoos that you have on your chest. It acts as though it's its own statement piece. Some was weird that their sire were to buy them jewelry. You don't know that many full-blooded vampires, let alone full-blooded vampires that would do something as as just a small gesture. Go ahead and make me an intelligence and occult check really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, You can add your specialty in blood magic. Awesome. Uh, it'll be three successes. You have heard of sorcery that allows you to convey a message. Um, using small etchings, magic. Um, as you laugh at this and remind that a lot of times people little sigils as almost calling cards you peer into it and on the inside you see on the spider in very small writing a name of Angelica You don't know what the name means. You don't know an Angelica. But you get the sense that he is trying to convey that maybe this Angelica is who he wants to introduce you to. That this might almost be an invitation of sorts. He hasn't told you that he's coming home yet, but you get the feeling that that might be soon. Yeah, it's been a bit since he left. It's been two months today. He's He's been gone for a very long time. Because um, he left you and your companion, Alexander, on Halloween night with a couple of favors. Ways for you to uh, to earn boons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been uh, picking up those packages and putting them in his, um, his safe for the last couple of months when they arrive. At this point, you know just from the amount of times that he has sent you over to his home, there have been about 60 packages that have been constantly 
being brought to his to his uh, to his penthouse various sizes large ones that seem like they're in cooling containers small ones that would probably fit just a tiny mailing envelope but this one is different this one was for you you take a moment get and you allow yourself to get a good look at the little spider on the inside a daddy long life you know and I'll give this to you because of your occult role as well those insects are used in some rituals you've seen your sire use them before to allow him the ability to cling to walls and climb up them So maybe this could also be something else. Yeah. As you sit and kind of study the gem, we are going to move on. Gabriel. Yes. Your New Year's Eve is spent at work. You know that though London might be out and partying, that doesn't excuse you from working in the morgue. Unfortunately, the dead don't allow you to take a day off. It's cold. The room is dark, and some of the light fixtures haven't been fixed in quite some time, and so it has that eeriness to it, where some of the lights begin to flicker. 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 You're currently working on a woman. Young early 20s pass away in a drunk driving accident after an unfortunate night of partying she lies there with her face shattered a broken jaw broken teeth bruised and bloodied Yet she looks so peaceful. She just sits there on your table. Mm. Would Cadaver be there as well? Uh yeah you see uh, a little a little monkey um, hanging out in the back you know that he doesn't like to get super close to the to the dead bodies um, especially with all of your medical equipment
but he's there. He's messing around with some of the papers, some of your notes on your desk. Kind of throwing stuff around. Because he's just a monkey. As far as you know. As you're working on prepping this woman for her upcoming funeral service, a man with dark hair and very, very pale features comes down. He's in a suit. Very nice. Very tidy. There are many of his kind around. But you know that he is one of you. Not one of you in the form of a thin blood. But they've begun to gain their presence back in London. Mario Giovanni, member of the Hakata clan. member of what was supposed to be your family line. Mr. Monroe, I hope that your project is coming to fruition. Um, yes. Uh, quite so. Um, I'm making great strides in that regard. Um, what, may I ask, brings you here this, uh, joyous night? We will be having a family meeting to discuss some rather unfortunate matters that have fallen on our hands. Tell me. Are you in touch with your sire at all? <laughs> uh, I am uh, afraid not. Um, he... I doubt he wants to see me, sir. That is a shame. That is quite a shame. We're always looking to rebuild the family. Yes, well, if you um, get a hold of him, please let me know. I'll see what I can do. He looks around the, the building and his eyes fall on Cadaver, your special little friend that you rescued from that vet's office all those months ago. And, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Monroe, please make sure your pet is secure. We do oh. run a business after all. 
I, uh, I assure you, sir, no one ever sees him. He is very well behaved. Um, oh, please watch. Cadaver, I want you to fetch me the scalpel right next to you. Come on, you can do it. Charisma and animal, uh, animal hand, uh, animal can check. That's a one. <laughs> Cadaver looks down, looks back up, and grabs the scalpel. And y- you think he's gonna bring it to you. He gets on his little his little monkey hands and feet, and he begins to kind of leap from um, from lamppost to lamppost. Um, with the with the scalpel in his mouth, and he looms it over you. And he brings it to you in one one form um, by just spitting it out of his mouth, and it hits you in the head. <laughs> um, blade first. Handle first, so you're you're able to just kind of when it goes and like hits you on the head, you're able to just reach in and grab it and kind of pull it down. We're still um, working on that one, but you can see he's he's becoming quite a little helper. Yeah, uh, very well. It just. Do us a favor. Make sure it doesn't get out of your work area and make sure that it doesn't interfere with your practices. We do need you at your best. And as he looks at you and he says, as you're at your best, his his mouth curves into a smile that shows these sharp, shark-like teeth. Now, we do request your appearance at the next family meeting. course, sir. Just let me know when and where. You will get a calling card. It'll give you a location and a time. And I know you hang around with a couple more of your kind. If you could keep family business to family business. I, I understand. Good. I'm glad. Now carry on with your work. 
I think as he says that, um, kind of wanting to, I don't know, maybe unnerve him a little bit, um, Gabriel will kind of just reach into the woman's chest and area and just pull out an organ and just begin to chew on it a little bit. All right. What organ? Um, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a, a kidney right now. I've got a craving for a kidney. Craving for a kidney. As you put her up and reach in and grab one of her kidneys, they're larger than you expect. A little bit fattier. kind of give it a little squeeze in your hand and and it expands on the ends just a little bit as you begin to kind of move that flesh to spread out a little bit more and you put it to your mouth and it gives you a relief that is sadistic in nature but very calming for you and it tastes it tastes quite lovely you get a little hint of blood that sweetness that most of your kind are able to just survive off of but not you you need the substances and the sustenance to come directly from the body. It's chewy, though. You're having a hard time breaking apart the piece. Um, You can tell that this woman, whoever she was before she died, had a bit of a hard party phase. You can even taste a little bit of whiskey in her system. It somehow is still able to linger onto the kidneys. It's the closest feeling to being able to drink without wanting to throw it up. It lingers on your tongue for a moment as you begin to swallow. In it, taste in the back of your mind you hear a little voice another have another you know you want to Oh, good. And she's not using them anymore. Have another. In fact, I'm sure your little pet there wouldn't mind if you maybe took a little bit of him. I wonder how monkey looks. 
as soon as Gabriel kind of gets those emotions, that feeling, he'll just kind of take one of his scalpers that he always has on his side and just prick his finger, causing a little bit of pain. <clears throat> and that at the moment that you prick yourself, that feeling, that voice in the back of your head shuts up. Cadaver is just enjoying his time hanging from the surprisingly still sturdy for how old they are light fixtures. He's looking down at you. At this point, you can tell that he's kind of gotten a little bit jaded to the fact that you are eating people. Dead or not. The body lay sprawled out. And I want you to... I want you to make me one more check. And it's going to be intelligence and medicine. Okay. Um, does this have anything to do with medical tools? Um, I will allow you to add the specialty. Three successes. As you go back to doing your work and prep this um, and prep her for her ceremony of life, as um, the funeral home likes to call it, you actually have to go in and kind of remove those organs themselves um, in order for um, the embalming process to fully take off. Um, so as you begin to kind of move those organs um, over from the body over to like to a tray area, you manage to pick up that the uh, that one of her livers has specks of black and it kind of spiders out like spi like the spider veins. Um, small traces of, the, of this black kind of start at the base of the liver and rise up. Um, upon closer inspection, you begin to see that where the black kind of raises Little specks of purple are also tied in. You know from your studies and from what the Hakata have been so kind to teach you about what it is that they do. That somebody has messed with her body in a way that's not so natural. You're not quite sure what it is, but it almost looks as though as there's some form of 
you've heard of the Black Plague. You know what it, what the cultural and historical significance of the bubonic plague was, especially in London, and how many people it's killed. Now you don't know if that's exactly what this might be, and if so, how she managed to to get it. But there's something off about some of her organs. Would would I know if for sure this would not be a natural occurrence? This would be more supernatural? The purple that is mixed in with the black kind of spider bands <laughs> would give it away that if it is natural it's more sickly if it's supernatural it looks like the work of what your line has done in the past to people um, for one reason or another I think Gabriel will um, kind of go over to a bag and take out like a uh, um, what would be kind of like a lunchbox and uh, take out the uh, the liver and just kind of put it inside and kind of look over to uh, Cadaver as he does and just says, Tainted meat. Cadaver falls from the uh, from the light fixture on right onto your shoulder. Um, he goes to reach for your glasses, uh, and you trained him over the last couple of months, but he's still um, a monkey. You don't have a way of blood bonding him to you, not yet. So. Reining in and getting a little bit more control over him takes a conscious effort. Um, but after trying to reach for your glasses and maybe struggling to get them off, he kind of puts them back and um, lets out a, a small, just little call um, right into your ear. Um, goes in and actually shuts the um, uh, sh shuts the the um, the cover to the box that you put the liver in. So that way it's not visible anymore. You'll just kind of give him a little scratch on the back and then stroke his head. And he'll kind of stop for a moment and stare at the body. And he'll kind of lean down to her level and whisper in her ear. Sorry, this happened to you. I'm sorry, I don't have a way to beat it. But I'm working on it. You rest now. And kind of just strokes the woman's hair for a moment and then goes back to work 
kind of emptying her out. Wonderful. As you begin to do that, we are going to move on. Alexander. Hello. New Year's Eve for you is always such an interesting time because you are either going to be busy beyond belief with the amount of packages that people need delivered or you have free time. Tonight is one of those nights where you're not being pulled in a million directions for people to have letters and postage dropped off. You're able to find a little bit of free time for yourself, a little time to go out and enjoy the nightlife. You're young. You're beautiful. Tonight's the perfect night to go out and enjoy that. Let me ask you. Is Alexander much of a party person? Depends on the party. Not usually one for the, like, rave scene, but he would go to, like, celebrate at a bar and just get rowdy. Perfect. You find yourself at a bar called The Last Resort. It is an old-style Irish pub, which is a, a bit interesting. Uh, given that the guy who runs it is very much not Irish. Maybe Scottish. Maybe uh, another weird form of British because there just seems to be far too many different versions of the British. But he's not Irish. But everything in this bar screams Irish paraphernalia. The Irish flag is hanging up very proudly um, on the on one of the walls. The music is loud. Fake Irish, but loud. Dropkick Murphys. Of course it is. Whoever runs this establishment has a very fake Irish pride in themselves. Every traditional Irish bar pub food is on the menu. Specific drinks uh, that shall not be named are served as specials for tonight. Um, the uh, the the whiskey is a very luxury vintage to celebrate and ring in the new year. People are having fun. You find yourself sitting at. A booth in the back. Drop Kick Murphy's have been playing on loop for an hour and a half. You can almost verbatim sing Shipping Out to Boston by memory at this point. couple of 
really fun and attractive looking young women come in and they order a couple of drinks and they sit at the booth that is right across from you. One of them is a young blonde woman who looks like she could be in college. Uh, the other is a friend who looks equally as young. She's petite, redhead, soft green eyes. You've seen girls that look like this. They're about a dime a dozen. And one of them manages to kind of make an eye contact with you. It's the redhead. I just smile and raise my drink and give her a wink. Roll me. Intelligence and composure. Oh, no. Better than I thought I would do, uh, one. <laughs> hey, it's a one. Um, right, and I'm going to make a roll myself. As she looks at you and smiles, and kind of gives you a wave and you wave and you raise your drink to her. You feel slightly chummier. Like, you want to get to know this girl. Like, she's got a, a fire presence to her. And you're not the only one. Her, her friends, the people who are around her, seem to be enjoying just being surrounded by this person. She's cute. She's fun. She looks like she's having a bit of a flirt with a couple of people. But her, her eyes... They, they shift over to you and they kind of land on you for a second. Almost as if she's seen you before. She gets up and approaches you. And she kind of sits at your table and leans forward a little bit. I'm sorry, um, you look really familiar. Did you, uh, have you, have you, have you been to Oxford before? Been to what before? Oh boy. All right. Um, Oxford, the, the university. Well, I've done some work there. I haven't exactly been taking classes. Hmm. You live in the city? Around. Around. 
You here for uh, for work, for pleasure? Steady for work. Here depends. Oh, is that so? Yep. And what's your name? Alex. And yours? She reaches out her hand. And with a bright smile. You can call me Jess. He will take the hand and shake it. And he's just kind of like looking her over because there aren't a lot of people that really catch his eye too much and and keep it this way. So he's just curious about her. So what brings you to my table? You uh, had a bit of a party going on over there. Oh, sure. But I don't know. I'm looking for something exciting and fun. Are you excited and fun, Alex? Are you cool if I call you Alex? It's the name I gave you. Alexander. I want to make sure that I'm okay with the nick that you're okay with the nicknames. Alex is fine. What? As for if I can be cool and fun, generally depends on the day and the hour. But I'm feeling like I could work up to being that. Alex, as you're kind of holding on to her hand, it hits you suddenly. This woman's hand is cold. Yeah. Very cold. Um, And then it kind of hits you after you realize that her hand is cold. Her skin is pale even compared to the the women around her and the people around her you've seen people who are pale i mean you yourself know that your kind is because they're basically awoken from the dead you get the inkling of a suspicion Touching this woman and feeling this all-around pleasure to be around her when she smiles and when she kind of looks you in the eye. Uh, make me a wits and insight check. Okay, that's slightly better. One again. Okay. Um, you're not able to to get a, a rough understanding of what it is that she might be doing. Yeah, she might just be checking you out. I mean, you know, you're 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 very tall, you're buff. I mean, a lot of women check you out. A lot of men check you out, too. Um, it just comes with the territory of being where you come from. 
Um, she she pulls away after somebody after uh, somebody else approaches her and kind of whispers in her ear. Um, this one, un, one that kind of matches you in stature. Um, tall, broad-shouldered, very pale hair. Kind of like another, like more of that that green in his eyes. He looks at you, kind of gives you an up and down, whispers in her ear, and her eyes widen. She uh, she gives you a bit of a, a bit of a smirk. Let me ask you something. Do you have any friends? That might be looking for something to, to cling on to. Look, looking to get a bit more out of the laugh that they've been given. Alexander's going to look at her, then look at uh, her associate. And his body is slowly beginning to tense, and his hand and one hand is beginning to close into a fist. I might. Do you find yourself wandering the streets at night? I've become a bit of a night owl. We're looking for people who are also wanderers in the night to join us for a little bit of a rib, a little bit of a uh, meetup. My uh, associate and I are. Uh, we're looking for. People who might vibe with us. If you're ever um, looking for something new to uh, sink your teeth into, and she takes out a, a business card. Um, and slides it over to you. And it's for a place that is referred to as the Iron Maiden. Feel free to come and uh, hang out with us. He will take the card and just look it over and then look back at her. Uh, what he... he know anything about the Iron Maiden maybe from just like word on the street um you know what um what is your streetwise score let me take a look I have three in streetwise okay um then I'll give this to you Iron Maiden is kind of like one of those hush hush um fight club type places it's where a lot of people go to practice like boxing um, and to kind of just like work on their physique, 
Um, it has been established for a couple of months now. Uh, it's not a place where people often frequent, but those who are in the know know about the Iron Maiden. Um, there's not much on the owner. Nobody really knows who the who the owner of this place is, but it's and enough people enough people frequent it um to where there's been some talk on the street um it's a small building nothing too too big um and the people there they care about going in getting a couple punches in getting some training in and there is a weird sense of like camaraderie about people who go to this iron maiden I'll keep it in mind, and he'll uh, just tuck the uh, card away into one of his jean pockets. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, listen, Alex. It was really nice to meet you. Um, but uh, and I do. I probably should get back to my party. Um, if you ever decide that you want to stop by, um, just uh, tell him Jess sent you. I will. You have a good night now. You too. And she gets up, and her compatriot follows behind her, and they go back to their booth. Um, and once again, uh, that that feeling of just like joy that she's back. You know, you see it on the entirety of her table's face, and she leaves you there with your drink. Alex is going to down the drink quickly and then not alarmedly, but quickly hurry to leave. As you leave, you get the same feeling of snow peppering your face. It's cold and it's damp and it's lonely on the streets. People are running off to their New Year's Eve celebration. Some are getting ready to watch the ball drop because it's only an hour away until the new year. I think with that, he would work to head back home. So that way he could spend the bring in the new year, spending time with his grandmother. Wonderful. Then we'll go ahead and move on. Ivy. Hello. Hello. You have it better than most tonight. Pixie invited you to a party and you're well aware of pixie's reputation when it comes to her parties people go there for one reason and one reason only and that is to get as fucked up as humanly possible music is 
blaring. You don't know how she hasn't had the cops called on her yet. The music is loud. There are thin bloods and mortals and caitiff alike all there to enjoy the atmosphere. Lines of coke are being done on the tables. Joints are getting passed around. There's people having alcohol. There's people taking mortals off into rooms to enjoy the fruit of the labor that Pixie was able to provide. What would you be doing? Oh. Oh, where would we start? Uh, we'd probably just start by drinking something. Just okay. Some kind of generic beer. Beer. Nothing super exciting. Those come at about a dime a dozen. There are coolers packed with... (laughs) Almost... Like, the the beer that you find in, like, a package store or, like, a a liquor shop um, that costs, like... Like, five pounds a bottle. And the bottles are big. Um... Some call it uh, a loner's drink because it's cheap. It's not that good, even on the standards of a mortal. It's not that it's not that good tasting, but it does the job. Pixie, you drinking a beer? And she runs up, and she's got this very bright, colorful rainbow tutu uh, to kind of match her hair. And she's wearing this white corset. And she wraps her arm around you. Hey. Can we talk? I mean, I don't have anything else going on, so why not? Wonderful, wonderful. Listen, I need a favor. No, it's New Year's Eve. I'll make it worth your while. Hey, better. I'm only just talking. So, <laughs> you're actually pulling me away from body, and it better do something. Well, you know, I make promises that I intend to keep. But, you're far better at getting specific party favors than I am. We have a uh, a couple of newbies that um recently found their way into our side of the pond. You mind uh giving them a warm welcome? Well, it depends on what you want me to set them up with. Whatever you can set them up with to get them as um talkative as possible. You were able to work a, uh, a miracle with that uh, Gabriel friend of yours. I assume that you can do the same for people who actually know what they're doing. I should be able to pull some strings and make something happen. Excellent. And of course I'll compensate you because I don't know where you fucking get it. Or how you get it. How do you get it? A lady never tells the secrets. Oh, it's more fun that way. Hmm. Is that it? 
Um, uh, speaking of a woman who never gives away her secrets, as a payment and a thank you, I might have some information for you. Well, that'll be interesting. I've heard things have been... Well, things are always going downhill in this city. Well, of course. You can't get more rock bottom than London, darling. That's the beauty of it. But I heard a little something that you might find of interest. That we might find of interest. Something we've been missing for quite some time, ever since I gave you and your friend that party favor. Oh. Well, yep. I'll see what I can do with the new ones, and then we can talk. Good, good, good. Um, and she'll, she'll kind of wrap an arm around you and, kind of, and pull you close, and she takes you to the back room. Um, one of those I'm gonna separate to go take care of vampire business with. It's a small room that is dimly lit with a black light. Um, people are wearing white and pastels and neons to kind of make their clothes illuminate more. Um, you see a uh, small handful of various men, women, some that are tall, some that are short. You see a couple of really pretty girls with various different colors in their hair. A couple of them almost remind you of Pixie. All right, um, so this is, oh, what's your name? Ah. I'm, I'm, I'm Cassie. Cassie. And, and you are, um, Daryl. Daryl. And, and I believe this one's Nadia. Uh, the three of you, this is Ivy. Ivy knows how to potty probably better than anybody else I know. Um, she's gonna hook you up. And, uh, if you screw her over, I'll just kill you. <laughs> All right. And she uh, she turns around and kind of gives you a light tap on the shoulder. Have fun. All right. So three of you. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose it's a good question. Where should we start? How would you like to start? Uh, I can get just about anything. Well, uh, we were told you are kind of a professional hunting down what we're, what we're looking for. Um, we're from the States. Uh, and, um, well, listen, we, we are looking for a very specific uh, type of drug. She told us that you know how to find it. Or are at least semi-proficient in hunting it down. 
Um, if you're if you're able to find us, Ash. Oh. Well, yeah. there's been a bit of a shortage in supply in the city recently. It's been kind of hard to source the materials. Yeah. Um, and you can actually see uh, Nadia um, kind of scratching at her neck. Um, she looks like that she's going through s- some serious withdrawal symptoms. I'm not going to make you roll for it. You've seen people, you've seen mortals go through the same symptoms as she has. You yourself have experienced other than bloods in your time going through what she's going through right now. It looks like that she's really aching for a hit of whatever. If you have any on you right now, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay. I don't care what, what it costs. I'll, I'll pay. That's a dangerous thing to say. What do you have on you? What are you willing to pay? I've got money. Um, How much? I can give you 200. (laughs) 200. Mm -hmm. For 200, I'd be willing to tell you where you could go to get some, but that's not going to be enough to... No, that doesn't cover the cost of... Well, what the fuck do you want, then? What, what, name your price, name your price. Well, I think... I think... Well, first, I'm curious about all of you. How did you, how did you get into, how did you get into Ash? How did you find yourself in this situation? Um... Well, we were living in Chicago, where then shit kind of hit the fan. Um, and so we needed to kind of find a place to hide. Um, some old bitch uh, was uh, kind of dusted. Um, and, uh, we knew somebody who could use her her ashes to do some really stupid stuff with it, so we kind of brought it to him. And and then and then he and then he told us to just to all we needed was a hit, and oh, it was you. Have you, I mean, you, you obviously, you've probably taken it. Like, you know, it, it feels like you feel everything and then nothing at once. Like, like you're on the verge of Nirvana and then it gets stripped away from you. And we've been, we've been kind of craving that high ever since. Um, we made a living doing it in the States, um, but, uh, um, unfortunate circumstances landed us here. And, uh, we met her. Um, she's scary. But she told us that she could introduce us to you. 
and you might be able to help us out. Well, for tonight, I can only... Well, I can only help one of you out directly tonight. Which is a bit of a problem, considering that there are three of you. It's more of a problem, because I'd very much like to keep this for myself. Uh, even if you could tell us where we could get our hands on some sort of supply? Well, your best bet would probably be go be to go to Elisa, but... That's a bit difficult, I imagine. Mm. Like I said, there's been a bit of a shortage of uh, materials here. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is 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 going on with the city? I mean, there were influx of our kind, the other kind, but other other kind and we come here and it's like I don't know we met her and then like that's about it and I guess you I think this is the most amount of people that we've seen in any sort of capacity and we've been here for about a month Uh, to make a long story rather short, the city's kind of going to shit. Kind of? Well, it could be worse. It could be Chicago. Okay. At least the buildings are still standing. Well, kind of. Um, whatever happened here, you know. There are still some some buildings that look like they've been torn to shit and back, but that's neither here nor there. If you if you if you find any, we'll 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 we can we can make deals, um, trade, quote unquote secrets. Well, I'll set you up with this for free. I'll do what I can. I'll get in contact with as many people as I'm aware of that deal in this kind of thing. Um, and I'll take that 200. Just to... You are... Well, I call you a saint, but... No, you're not. No, no, I'm not. And she uh, takes the 200 pounds out of her wallet and hands them over to you. Um, Nadia holds out her hand and expectantly. Are you waiting for something? (sighs) Never mind. I told you I'd put in some words. Keep in mind, you know what goes into this stuff. Fine. Fine. And she writes down a phone number on a piece of paper and hands it over to you. If you get any information as to where we can find this shit, get in contact with this number. 
Um, and uh, we can arrange meetings. And then I'll see if I, and I'll see if I can pull some strings to get you some uh, other stuff. Alright. Uh, one more thing. Are any of you able to do the more mm, generic? The, you know, the, the regular things. Ah They kind of look at the at the three of them. Um and uh, Daryl raises his, uh, ra- like, raises one finger up in the air. Uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, Ivy, I want you to make me a, uh, a wits and awareness roll. Alright. Uh, two successes. Okay. Um, he looks normal. You don't see anything out of the ordinary. Um, he just, you know, he he looks a little bit fidgety, but just looks like a guy. Just looks like a guy. All right. Well, it's not going to be quite the same. Nothing ever really is. It's. Well, there's a reason stuff is as expensive as it can be. Yeah. I'll see if I can hook you up with something more mundane. Alright. Uh, thank you. And... It's a pleasure doing business. You too. Uh, and, uh... If anybody asks if you've seen us, with the exception of her... No. You I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have we met before? And uh, Nadia gives you a smirk and shoots you a wink. And they turn around um, to kind of go back to whatever it looked like they were doing beforehand. Um, she's still scratching at her skin, um, but it looks like whatever they're trying to do to kind of get their mind off of it is beginning to work. And you find yourself... Um, able to leave the room with Pixie waiting outside the door. Well, uh, were you, uh, were you able to, um, get them at least a little bit of information or whatever? I've promised that I'll put in some words. Mm. I know some people, and one of them seems to be able to do the regular stuff, which one might not be able to give them quite the high they're looking for. It should serve to kind of balance things out if it's in the other direction, give them something to do. Sure, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel bad for them, you know? Left abandoned. I mean, not that we all won't, but at least some of us are able to find some sort of soul system. I guess camaraderie or whatever the fuck. Now about that information. I heard a little rumor that um there's some old ones that might be coming. 
Excellent. That might actually be able to get production. I can do some new things. Depending on how long it takes, how old they are. And a whole lot of other factors that none of us can work out for, of course, but... I would just be careful with the group that I heard are making their way in. I've heard some really crazy shit. Uh, you ever heard of the Sabbat? Uh, storyteller, have I? <laughs> um, make me a wits and a cult check. Alright, I'm not great at this. Uh, two successes. The name rings a bell. Um, it, you don't quite know what it is that the Sabbat does, but there are a couple of Thinbloods that you've done business with in the past that have told you that they've had some really weird experiences um, with that particular group of kindred. They didn't go into full detail, though, um, and you were able to kind of piece together that it might be a trauma response. So you don't know exactly who they are or what they do, but you've heard of them and you're able to piece together that they are. Well, you're a monster, but the monster's monster almost. Well, the name rings bell and all the things I've heard, though. None of them are good. So, I think that paints at least enough of a picture to be cautious. Yeah, so, uh, just be careful. Yeah, I, I, if you need any help or anything, I can, yeah, I can, I can pull some strings, but, um, I'd rather not get my nails dirty with crazy if I can Well, you should probably stop hanging out with me then. Yeah, but you're you're like a fun, bad, and crazy. I don't know. I like you. Oh, is it just me or have there been a lot of animals around recently? You know, now that I think of it, um, I thought that it was just the drugs talking, but. I thought I saw a monkey. I, didn't your friend have a monkey? Uh, yeah, I think he did. One is enough, but two, especially if second one's running around the city. Ivy, no offense, but your fucking friends are weird. I've seen who you hang around with. I think the only one that has some sort of normalcy to them is the one that does all the tattoos and stuff. But like, oh, then you clearly haven't seen enough. None of yeah. us are any semblance of normal. Oh, kind of comes with the territory. I mean, fair. To be fair, normal's boring, but there's normal, and then there's Gabriel. Oh, he's 
interesting. You yeah. try to get him to do more drugs. See how that works out again. Unfortunately for him, I think we'd have to go through a bunch of hoops. I don't think he can just take them like I can. That's the thing. Well, anyway, um, feel free to enjoy yourself at my humble abode. Um, midnight's approaching, so, you know, let loose. Cut back. Have some fun. Well, once we don't have to fucking worry, so. And she, um, she gives you another pat on the shoulder and shoots you another wink and um, before you're able to answer she is suddenly lost in the crowd so anyway about that cocaine hit <laughs> yeah um, it's, it's super easy like the drugs around here are very simple to find like it seems like everybody is doing them and you actually know a couple of people at this party and then you realize that they literally bought those drugs from you like two days ago <laughs> it's a lot of your product that's being kind of pushed around So, you allow yourself to get lost and enjoy your night and party and do whatever it is that Ivy wants to do? Yeah. There are, she is gonna, she is genuinely going to kind of see if she can get some strings pulled to get, you know, the basics, cocaine, weed, mm-hmm. set up for at least the one that can do it. Yeah. And they can figure themselves out from there. Yeah, after pulling a couple of strings, you're able to um, you're able to get your hands on some um, um, MDMA, some Molly, yeah. and he is very very thankful to have uh, to have a new potential contact. And you once again are able to get lost in the crowd and enjoy your night. New Year's Eve has come and gone. You all find yourself awake. Some hungry, some not. New Year's Eve is a bit of a wild ride for everybody in one form or another. But you all find yourself in a tattoo shop. Your normal meeting place. Uh, the, the chick who runs it is cool with your kind. Her being a full-blooded kindred herself. She allows you all to come in, please, and use this as kind of a collaborative meeting area for you all to get together and just discuss, plan, try to survive. The tattoo shop is called the Skull and Sage. And it was founded about five years ago. And it has a small following. The tattoo shop owner kind of gestures for y'all to come inside and shows you the back room. And the back room is spacious and it's nicely decorated. Um, there's a couple of couches. Uh, there's like a little cork board with um, bloodborne pathogen training classes that need to be taken. Um, Alana, you know that even though you are who you are, her business is run on a fairly tight ship. She makes you go out and learn and take those classes and 
it sometimes is a good refresh and reminder that you're still a person who needs to learn in order to keep doing what you do. The room is purple and gold to match her aesthetic. Um, Inside are posters of various bands. um, More death metal aligned. But other than that, it's fairly cozy. Um, Temperature's nice. Cool. Um, She kind of waves the four of you off and leaves you to just talk to one another. The first time that you four have seen each other in probably a couple of days. Yeah, I think, uh, like, uh, Alana's just posted up on, um, the couch, you know, um, probably was, uh, had a client earlier, maybe, uh, beginning of the night, so, you know, kind of winding down from working a little bit, so she looks around at everyone else and just goes, anything new recently? No, not anything any of us want to hear. We may have some unwanted visitors coming in the future. Yeah, I've been hearing about that. Yeah, I heard about that. And do we think that it will affect us or just the others? Uh, From what I've heard, uh, from what I've heard, uh, if we are ever stuck dealing with groups, that's coming in. Uh, it's going to be unpleasant, to say the least. Yeah, I think I'm gonna... I'll probably have to deal with them through my sire, but, you know, I don't know much else beyond that. I got pretty much the same sort of vibe. What do you mean you have to deal with them through your sire? Well, you know, my sire is, you know, full-blooded, you know, and I think he is the part of the group bringing people to the city. I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to, um, I think I've heard him mention something about a chantry before. I get the feeling there might might be more than one group coming in, then. Yeah, yeah, I think he is more focused on his clan. And Chantry is like, I don't know, it's like a place where Tremir study their magic. Focus, focus shit. Don't like it. Yeah, so I heard that there might be some members of a group called the Sabbat coming into town. What do I know about the Sabbat? 
So because you have full contact with your sire, mm. um, you, <laughs> I'm going to let you roll an intelligence and a cult. I'm going to give you a two die bonus to that. Okay. Anybody else who would like to roll that, by the way, uh, intelligence and a cult check. Don't forget to uh, make sure that after you guys made your rouse checks that you add, if you gained a hunger, you add that mm. to your hunger tracker. So it updates your dice. That'll be five successes from me. Four successes from me. Okay. I'm just not going to roll. We've just... been studying our books. <laughs> you don't want to roll your one die? I do not want to roll my singular die. No, thank you. You could get a success. I could. If you rouse, you could roll two dice. Oh, well, in that case. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Ivy, you you know from the last check, you know of the name. You don't know that much about them. Alexander, you've never heard of them. You don't know. Sabat, that sounds like it could be like something maybe like part of like a religious group like you've heard of uh you've heard of like people going through like sabbatical but nothing about the sabbat um my two little smarty pantses um with four and five successes you are both aware that the sabbat are factions um within kindred society um like I told Ivy earlier, they are the monster's monster. Um, they're the ones that wear their beasts with pride and aren't afraid to show it. They are the fighters of the elders, the ones that are trying to kill off the Methuselahs for one reason or another. They're a they're like vampire extremists. Um, they have a strong dislike. And Alana, you would know this specifically. They have a very strong dislike for the Camarilla. Um, they believe that the beast is meant to be embraced and not hidden in the shadows. Um, your sire has told you that it's probably safe for you to avoid them by any means necessary. Um, they will just go and embrace anybody willy-nilly. Um, and you both know that the, the bot and from either word of mouth or um, occult books that you might have gotten your hands on, um, they are often uh, referred to as K-Knights. They have true belief that Cain is the original vampire. Um, and through that, and through religion, have managed to basically build like militia, um, military forces to go in and, and fight anybody who might be trying to be more in touch with their humanity. Um, anybody who tries to deny what they are, who they are. They're kind of scary. Yeah, they are incredibly bad news. If they're coming into town, that's that's very not good.
sure. what I heard. And if they're coming to town, we need to get the word out, get people ready. Yeah, yeah, I think that 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 is good. I, I honestly don't. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I we we are definitely not the kind of kindred that they want. You sure? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't think I am, but mm, they they want people that are more in touch with the beast. Yeah, the things I've heard, a few stories, uh, seem to have been light on details because the person kind of blocked the details out. Yeah. So I know that the trauma response. <sighs> that or they were blitzed out of their mind. Either way. Uh, both very valid possibilities. Yeah, could just be both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Seems like yeah. the most likely. I mean, I'm, I'm all for, you know, letting people that we know know that, uh, you know, this might be happening and to possibly keep their heads down or be ready for, you know, I don't want to say a fight, but... ST. Yes. Um, would Gabriel know of any Camarilla or Anarch? Um, uh, I don't know what, what would be the right word. Um, group that is now prevalent in the city? Or are they still kind of nowhere to be seen? Um, let me just something of yours really fast. <laughs> Let me see if you have any. Okay. So, you you would know, um, there's small hints of, like, not whole Camarilla courts or um, anarch groups. Um, like there are some people who are who have come from other countries, um, other parts of the world, who have shared their experience with being either more Camarilla or more anarch aligned. Um, a lot of people who who have fled to London in recent years, though, are people like you, then Bloods Caitiffs, people who didn't really have much of a place in either sect and either kind of sect um but there are people who are either running from one of the sects or have been sent here um to kind of just get away from mm. either from being in trouble or to like hide from like scourges and you would know what a scourge is um they're the ones that hunt your kind down Try to kill you. Yep. Um, you would all know by proxy uh, what the Camarilla is, and by proxy what the Anarchs are. Um, the one that the one that is kind of up in the air are the Sabat, but majority of the kindred who live here um, align more are Tarkis or Independent. 
not a major presence of any of the sects so far. Well, the first time I'll say it. Um, the Camaril and the Anax did used to protect us at least from the Sabbat, but now that they're gone, looks like we might be on our own. I don't think the Camarilla were really protecting us. Remember, they're the ones that actually say that the Scourge has a job. Yeah. We've been caught in the middle of a nocturnal dick measuring contest, and we are the losers. The way to put it. So what, we hit up people we know just being like, Hey, just so you know, a bunch of really fucking bad kindred are going to show up in London soon. You best avoid them. I feel like we should have a little bit more information before we go warning people. I got some people I can ask, and I got a, well, something we might be able to use, and he will pull out the business card he got from Jess for the Iron Maiden. Apparently, this is a uh, rather uh, inclusive night gem. Interesting. One that might uh, help uh, some of us get a bit more prepared for having to, uh, well, I don't think we're going to be able to run and hide all the time, so we might have to fight. Mm. Alana very much looks at her very not toned arms and just goes, yeah. Didn't really throw a lot of punches in my old life. Uh, purely hypothetical question. How do the three of you feel about fire? I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm... I don't... I mean... I don't really... like it, but I don't run away from it. Yeah, I mean, don't press it to me, but I'm not gonna freak out like the older ones do. I would rather avoid it. There's always got to be a wrench in the plan, doesn't there? I mean, what we're... That fire is not a plan. I'm not surprised <laughs> that you went directly to arson, Ivy. Yeah. Uh, I could make it happen very quickly. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. To give us time to run away at the very least. Y- yeah, but we don't Let even know keep- what we need to burn. Yes. Perhaps keep that plan as plan D or plan E. Or plan F. Please. Um, you guys here as uh, as the door opens and um Alana, your your um, your boss kind of pops her pops her head in. Um, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, get I up and actually, this might pertain to all of you. Um, I'm uh, because this kind of affects the shop. Oh, um, okay. Um, I was just given notice 
um, that we are unfortunately closing down our um, our, our, our shop. But, um, somebody. Why? Somebody bought us out of our. Somebody bought us out of a lease. Um, and apparently, whoever it is bought up all of the shops on the strip. <clears throat> what? Oh, God. Fucking gentrification. Yeah, um, apparently some... Um, some gentleman um, decided that uh, he wanted a monopoly on this street in particular, which I don't quite understand. Um, but does seem to be a little suspicious. Yeah. Aren't the uh, tower ones the ones that have money? I d- I don't know if it's kindred. No, given the things we've heard, it wouldn't be a... I would imagine it wouldn't be too far of a shot. I can't rule out the possibility that it is. Um, but... I just wanted to make you aware of the situation. I'm going to see what I can do. Yeah, um, yeah if, if there's anything I can do as well. Um, I mean, I can... I, I can see if I can figure out who it was. Maybe you can... Maybe we can strike some sort of deal. Maybe, maybe, but Alana, I want you to know that, you know, if by some reason we need to move shops, I can get a couple of friends to at least get us a small booth. Honestly, you're one of my more preferred artists. I'd rather not lose you. I mean, I don't plan on going anywhere. And if, at least for the time being, if the shop does end up needing to be at least closed for the time while things are being negotiated, I do have a place that we could meet, as long as you all promise to not ask any questions. I will do my best. Uh, given my job asking questions gets me dead, so I'm okay with that. Good, it's that kind of situation. Maybe not dead, but... Well, I mean, too late for that, but you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. Dead, dead. Forever dead. Well... This, um... <laughs> New Year's Day is certainly taking a turn. What a way to ring in the New Year. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, I mean, do we want to... feels like... Ugh, we need more information. Let's just... We need more information. <laughs> I'll just look to Alana and just grin. I could go talk to Big Mike. <laughs> I mean, might have some information. Definitely seem to have information before. Yeah, unfortunately, well, everything that Pixie told me, I've already told all of you, so. 
and Osiris not back yet, or else I'd ask what he knows and if he has heard anything, because you know, being full-blooded kindred gets a little bit more. I mean, uh, and then I, if oh, not the best at this, but I may poke around and see who's trying to buy the shop uh, or bought the shop in this whole block because yeah sure could be just a rich dude but uh, I don't know something about it is rubbing me the wrong way I mean if you need somebody that can get into places that they're not supposed to be I mean I definitely might need something like that uh, you know uh, decent at it but not nearly as good as you are I can not like way, I can... Is it just me or have there been a lot of animals running around recently? I mean, now that you mention it, I didn't really think much of it before I lived in Los Angeles and there were so many fucking stray cats. I mean, honestly, not having to just see the giant fucking spiders in Perth has kind of made me numb. I'm not talking about... Like, our friend's monkey is one thing. There was, I could have sworn I saw one just running around outside. All right, all right, everybody. My my apologies. It is not an HHS stream unless something goes awry. Um, uh, for those who are watching at home, uh, we had a bit of a problem with the with, the, uh, with my headset, but we're uh, we're we're back. Hooray! Hooray! And now it's an HHS stream. Hell yeah! <laughs> Minted. Um, but feel free to continue. Uh, perhaps Scarlet could help find out who bought out the shop. She's good at getting things. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I'm sure if I drop by her house with delivery, I might be able to get a bit of information. Or her help in this, at the very least. If I go talk to Big Mike, I need uh, a list of what exactly what to ask him. And just keep in mind, the more we ask, the more he's going to ask in return. I think if anything for Big Mike, it should just be, I guess, specifically information, if we can get any information on the Sabat that might be coming. Okay. Um, I, I don't know, does anyone have any specifics on that? Like. Uh, I mean, the only thing other things I think is like will, when, I mean, when and how, where they might arrive. How specific can we be? Yeah. Uh, given who, given his contacts, we can get to Minutia. Did I use that word right? Minutia. Yeah, yes, totally use the word right. Hey. Uh, I was actually thinking it might not be a bad idea to ask about the animals because. There are actual monkeys just running around London. That's funky. It's not normal. Not something we should just ignore. Oh, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I don't think it's that important. I think that can go like three or four on our list of priorities. Yeah, I'd push it a bit lower. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Six, maybe seven. I, I think mm. it's something we can we can like look into. Um, I mean, if it's like. If it's monkeys running around, it's either we're in this the beginning of 28 Days Later um, or someone broke into a zoo. 
Um, or see, I was afraid of 28 days later type shit. Who would do such a thing? I don't, I don't know. It, I don't think it's going to be a 28 days later situation. Unless that, that clinic was testing something horrific. Was it? Or something, something like that. Or something horrific got put into the monkeys from elsewhere. Um, as you say this, uh, uh, Cadaver uh, pokes his head out. Um, he was hiding in uh, Gabriel's jacket. He kind of pokes his head out and climbs on top of Gabriel's head and just perches. By the way, did I mention that I stole the monkey for Gabriel? God damn it. Yeah, you did conveniently not mention that before. <laughs> was this the monkey you saw earlier? Uh, no, it was a different one. <laughs> um, let me introduce you. Um, Cadaver. Um, these are my friends. And they'll kind of pick him up and, uh, sorry, her, and kind of move her over to, uh, Kind of closer to everyone. Go on now. Say hello. Curiosity, who here has dots in uh in uh, animal kin? Not That's me. No for me, Chief. Okay, alright. Um I Ivy's head is just in her hands. <laughs> <sighs> um She kind of sniffs the two of you. Um, and and you two have dealt with animals in the past. Um, mm. They're not huge fans of uh, the dead. Yep, I don't. I don't like extend my hand or anything. Uh, yeah, no. It looks like Gabriel has her trained to not outright attack you. Um, she just good. kind of she kind she just, she just kind of sniffs and finds you indifferent, uh, and then begins to kind of go back on top of uh, Gabriel's head to perch and starts just kind of rummaging through his hair. Probably looking She's fantastic. For, for insects. That's the word for it. Yeah. You would find her that way. What do you mean? She, she's my little helper. My nurse when I need assistance. Don't like Watch. that. You shouldn't um, need assistance. You work on corpses. Also, you named uh, her Cadaver. Yeah, that's like. What's wrong with that? I don't uh, think we have time uh, to explain that. Yeah, that's that's a whole other night's nice conversation. Yeah, we don't have time to unpack that. <laughs> oh well. Oh. And he'll kind of just take the monkey and put it back in the kind of like the coat area and give it a little scratch. Hey, ST, is the uh, is the shop owner still here? Or did she step back out? Um, she uh, she did uh, step back out uh, conveniently uh, when I lost uh, when I lost connection on my microphone and my uh, my headset. Uh, have any of you ever heard of Ash? Just out of sheer curiosity. Uh, like stuff that comes from fires, something like that. 
With someone with dots in a cult, does that mean anything to me? You're all thinbloods, so all of you would have some sort of idea of, like, Ash is, like, the thinblood super drug. Ah. <laughs> um, two of I you mean, have first-hand experience with it. Yeah, Gabriel just rolls his eyes and looks annoyed. Oh, just because you can't handle the drugs, don't take it out on me. Uh, I mean, that's... That's a very leading question. What? Where are you going with the question? Uh, Ivy kind of like reaches a hand into the pocket on her shirt and flips out the baggie. So. I may or may not be in the process of trying to get some more into the city. Just as a little heads up. So if we're ever in a situation, especially if, oh, I don't know, one of the older ones happens to kick it in front of us and we have a chance to gather some of the ashes. This conversation just took a very dark turn and it was already pretty bleak. Yeah, it's like a uh, Garth Ennis comic. So if, I had, if I had more, I'd show you how stuff could make what you could do with this, but I'd rather not use something like this just for a demonstration. Needless to say, it's. Well, it almost makes you feel like you're a full blood. At least for a little bit. Good, good to know if we ever need it. I'm not sure if this is a situation that requires it. Not right now, but in the future. We might. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, what, do you start with, like, cocaine? Can you get addicted to it? It's a drug, so... Uh, yes to the first question. If you do it wrong, to the second question. Oh, well, fuck that. Well, so our plan is we go ask Big Mike about uh, Sabat, you know, sp sp like if we want to get specific, we can ask. I mean, maybe we can figure out when and where they'll be arriving in the city. And what? Throw them a welcoming party? Um, Avoid them at the least. Yeah, at least so we know where to avoid. Uh, and so we can tip off people to be like, hi, yes, avoid this part of the city next Thursday. Yeah, and then we have to avoid the rest of the city the rest of the time because they're going to spread out like a cancer. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, do you suggest that we, I don't know, show up and with a, like, fucking reenact the warriors? Like, Savat, come out? I suggest we try to get people ready to deal with them. Because if they're going to be coming here, they're going to be coming here to stay. And I'm not going to be going back to hiding every single time someone a little bit older than me shows up. And I doubt they're going to be terribly subtle about it anyway, so. That's very true. Well, I mean, well, the other option is we could go check out that gym. Like, I mean, if it's run by a 
full blood, maybe they know some stuff and Oh, she was uh, full blood, alright. Yeah, I mean maybe know stuff and you know, uh, training and getting a little bit more just getting any kind of fighting skills probably good, but I don't think she'll do it for free. I think she no, either she's gonna ask free. for payment or she's gonna want us to throw in with whoever she decides to go rah rah for. Didn't strike me as tower, though. Uh, I mean, I imagine between the group of us, we can at least manage to put together some some fighting skill. I can fight. I know my way around a knife. I can throw a punch and not break my hand. That's a good start. Well, that's a start. And I'm good with medical tools. Scalpels are medical tools. Horrifying. <laughs> that is the least horrifying thing that has been said in this entire conversation. Especially yeah, by Gabriel. That's fair. I, like, I just, I saw Hostile way too young. Yikes. Any age is too young for Hostile. I mean, that's fair. It's not a great series. Uh, your your boss says as she pops her head back in. <laughs> um, uh, uh, okay, so I made a phone call. Um, the guy who apparently is buying out our property um, doesn't have, like... Well... <laughs> He has a first name. Um, I don't know if I quite take it seriously, though. And what it is it? Sounds like a pseudo name. Um, it, he calls himself Bane, like the Batman character. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Um, could have break us. Uh, so th- that's, all, that's all I was able to get from the phone call. Um, I tried to reach out to the leasing company. Um, it, l- listen, if you can like search out this Bane fella and convince him to let me keep the shop, um, I, I, I can get you all some of my personal stashes. Thank you. And I've got, I've got some good stuff. I mean, that's true. Um, I mean, I mean, hey, that's that's a question for Big Mike. Who is this? Who is, who is this Bane who is buying, uh, buying up, uh, property around? Because yeah, that 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 like that screams kindred at this point. On the list. Because I mean, if they're buying up stuff here, they're probably buying stuff up other places. Most, most definitely. Um, all right. And, um, she is, uh, she, she, um, reaches into her pocket and takes out, um, a a couple of 
like business cards and uh, Alana, you've, you've seen her business cards, um, Mm. about a million times. The three of you have hung around this shop enough to know, um, that she's kind of private. She only really offers up her business cards to like clients Mm. and like those who work for her shop, but she hands them, she hands them out to you. Um, and the thing that's different about the business cards that she leaves out for her clients and stuff and the cards that she's giving to you is the phone number. There's a different phone number on these. Um, it just says, um, Golden Sage Tattoo Company, um, Ari Bell, uh, owner, and then, uh, the phone number that's different from the shop's number. Mm. Um, make sure you don't lose those. Uh, if you need if you get any information and you're able to you know kind of find out like who the hell this guy is um give me a call okay of course yep and um uh and if you manage to convince him to give me back my shop um i'll i'll i'll, I'll pay the full of you boom how about that works right we'll, we'll look at everyone else I'm just gonna kind of cock her head. Out of curiosity, do you know anything about the Sabbats? Um, they suck. Why? Oh, okay. Well, um, at least everyone's on the same page. Yeah, that's good. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, the the Sabbat are um, they're interesting, right? Like, they're, well, not interesting. They're kind of psycho psychopaths. Um, a little bit more unhinged than. Even the Malkavians. Um, you all know what Malkavian is, right? I don't have to. Yeah. Like, you all yeah, know, yeah. like, the basics, right? Like, I don't have to, like, have a lesson for all of you, right? Yeah, well, I, I got the rundown. Yeah, I've been okay. enough for that. All right, I'm just making sure because if I have to have that, that set of talk again, I'm going to need to drink. Um, I'm. I'm probably make that happen for you. Uh, I'm. A little bit more capable of making it happen. It's a whole, you know, you you drink. I'm not actually. I'm not going to explain this. Um, yes, but if you uh, the sabat are uh, um, to put it lightly, um, if you are aware that any of the higher ups of the sabat are in the town, it is already too late. Well, that's cheery. Well, <laughs> it might not be too late yet. If why are this are there, are there actually Sabat coming in? Like you don't actually think that, do you? That's what I've heard. Oh dear. That's not good. Don't make any long term plans, I would say. Oh, I Yeah, um You can't die my, well my, you can't my, age my... most of the plans are long term. Yeah. Um well here's the thing, is so my clan is originally a part of the spot um some of them stayed some of them didn't um it, it is quite shocking because the sabbat is actually from what i've heard before i moved back to london with my spouse um the sabbat were dying out so the fact that there might be some coming into london is bad, but also curious. 
Yeah. Because a lot of them went off and fought are and are fighting the, the big war in the Middle East. Yeah, Damon Damien has mentioned that before. I mean it's it, it is definitely it's it's not good and I definitely want to understand more of why it's happening. Like why are they coming here? Not why they're fighting the you know. Yeah, it seems like old blood issues. No offense. Uh, uh, I'm not old. <laughs> I'm not that far removed from you guys, actually. Uh, I'm not old. Take offense to that. It's very impolite. Eh. <laughs> I apologize for my idiot friends. Yeah, it's all right. I, I, I like you. <laughs> well, listen, I like the four of you enough to not throw your mouth shut from the inside. So, you like me? <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> that was very sad. Gabriel really looks surprised. You're not like the West that I've seen. You haven't, you know. Try to overtake my shop. I haven't had to kill you, so you're all right. In my book. That's a very low bar. <laughs> it's a very low and stupid bar, but it's still a bar. When you can trip over. Yes, well, you know, when it comes to the people in this city, you can't really um be picky with who you associate yourself with. It's not many of us to begin with, and those who are here are well. Kind of the outcasts, I guess. Well, not many of us. So I kind of take uh, the companionship that I can get. Um. But yeah, if you find out who the fuck this Bane guy is and are able to um, convince him to give me back my property, because if I have to go without my property, I'm going to be very angry. That'd be great. And I'll pay you all a minor boon. How about that? Works works for me? Yep. That'll be fine. Um, like I said, you all now have my contact information. Um, and uh, I wish you all the best of luck. I have another client. If you need anything, Alana, you know where to find me. Of course. And she, um, she kind of tips her, the, she kind of tips her, her fingers together, um, and begins to slowly go and grab ink from, um, from some of the shelves that have extra supplies lying around. Um, please make yourselves as comfortable as, as you possibly can. And, um, I bid you all to do. She very slowly makes her way out. Um, all of you, uh, actually everybody except Alana can kind of, if you want to kind of decipher what she might be, I'll allow you guys to make some intelligence and occult rolls. Alana, you know, outright from the back, oh, she's a, she's a, so. you know who she, you know what she's a dragon. She is. Oh yeah, she is. I, that's, 
not my role. I did get two successes. You know what? Why not? Let's see if I can, let's see if Alexander can get a success. Would you like to rouse your blood to gain an extra die? You know what? Why not? Sure. Let's go for it. Three successes. I'm going to get hungrier, but first, the roll. All right. No. And do remember, um, as a part of the rules, um, because you have all roused to kind of boost your intelligence, you now have that extra die if you did rouse the blood. Um, you have that extra die to all intelligence checks um, until the scene ends. Oh boy, two dice. Uh, that's uh, one extra die that you didn't have before. It's true. He's but doubled do... his intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> you do go up and hunger. Um, yeah, uh, those who got at least um, three successes, you know uh, very well from her mannerisms. Um, she's a she's a dragon. She's a she's a part of Clan Samitsi. Um, often, and it kind of uh, those who know of the Sabbat know that a lot of Samitsi align themselves with the Sabbat. Um, but they, as well as a couple of other of the sub- more Sabbat aligned clans, have begun to kind of distance themselves from the Sabbat. Um, Samitsi more willing to align themselves with Anarchs if they exist within that particular city or they go independent she leaves you she leaves the four of you um to your own uh with a job in mind um and a potential boon to be earned Alright, so we at least have a name to go on. Yes. Uh, Alexander, is, anything, is there anything you might need to go to the big mine? Uh... Let's see, and he just looks over his list. Let's see, we got Sabat, Camarilla... Animals are way down on the list. Bane... Just take the animals off the list. No! <laughs> I will not have monkeys running around in my city. Well, I'm sorry. I think you just solved why monkeys are running around the city. There may or may not have been some animal testing happening. The animals all seemed rather uncomfortable with what was going on. I was already there. Alexander just kind of stares at Ivy for a second. And then just while still staring at her, just like very violently crosses it off the list. <laughs> I told you it wasn't important. Anything else that I should ask Big Mike? I, I honestly can't think of anything. Can anyone else? Does anyone else have any questions in the, in the vein of any of those? Maybe I should ask um, you about the people that run uh, Iron Maiden. Out of game. Uh, do I know who Big Mike is? <laughs> no. <laughs> In that case, Gabriel just stays quiet. 
playing with his monkey. <laughs> I mean, I think the fewer questions we can ask, the better. I don't like... Well, like yeah, I already got to do a run for him because he told us about the fact that older kindred were making their way here. All I had to do was lead some people on about drugs. You should pick better people to hang out with. I mean, my people pay me. So do mine. <laughs> she pulls out the 200 pounds she got. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, I mean, I, I I think like learning a little bit more about the this person who runs the gym is can be lower on the list because I mean that that's one that we could just go there and you know pretend at least we're interested in getting in shape and I don't know snoop around. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, hey, maybe she's a bot, and then boom, cross it off the list. She didn't seem like a fucking psycho. Yeah, if the stories that have been told are anything to go by, she seems far too... Sane? I think sane is the right word. Sane seems to be the right word. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fair. So, I mean, we got our questions. If your friend... uh, Big Mike um, can get us a name, this uh, a full name to this Bane. I'm sure I could look up their medical record, get an address. Not if they're kindred, they're not likely to have the record. You have a point. Especially if they're old and... The four of you have a list, a plan, something to start your investigation. What is going on in London? Who is trying to make their way into the city? Who's buying properties left and right? As you all sit on that. The current time is 9 o'clock p.m. Four of you sit in the comfort of a back room at a tattoo shop. It's cold. But there's now a sense of desperation. You have something to lose. Potential ally. And some research to do. 